0: Welcome to the New York State Bar Association's Miranda Warnings, where we debate, discuss, and dive into law-related issues important to all of us. I'm Dave Miranda, past president of the New York State Bar Association and partner at the intellectual property law firm of Hesslin, Rothenberg, Farley & Massey. This week, we have a special edition of Miranda Warnings with the former chief judge of the state of New York, the Honorable Jonathan Lippman. Welcome. My pleasure to be here, David. Great to talk to you. It's great to hear your voice, uh, Judge. The former chief judge is now of counsel to uh, Latham and Watkins in New York City. Uh, How are you doing, Judge? Doing great, as well as one could do, given the circumstances. You know, we're working remotely,
1: as so many other New Yorkers are, and people around the country. But... um, doing fine and trying to uh, um, make sure that we're complying with all the, the latest uh, health warnings. And uh, uh, all in all, um, life goes on and, uh, and um, uh, you, you'd be surprised, I guess you wouldn't be surprised as to how much uh, work is going on in the legal profession. And so I think we all feel that um, uh, our work is so, Uh, oriented towards uh, serving the public and helping the public and uh, and so much of that work continues to uh, uh, to go forth and um, uh, with lots of practitioners around the state uh, um, uh, each and every day uh, helping to to move our our legal system and our justice system forward and again trying to assist and help our fellow New Yorkers
0: Yes, of course. And uh, of course, you've uh, spent your career working on ways to provide access to justice uh, for the poor and underserved. And with this uh, pandemic that we have now, there is a new pro bono network of lawyers that you're going to lead. Uh, The New York State court system is partnering with the New York State Bar Association and others Uh, to build and coordinate a statewide pro bono network of lawyers to handle uh, an expected surge in legal matters resulting from the coronavirus pandemic and the economic fallout that we're already seeing. And certainly I can think of no better person to lead this effort uh, than yourself, Judge. Tell us a little bit about uh, the issues that we're seeing and and what this pro bono network is going to do. Yeah,
1: well, David, you know, what we see is that the pandemic really has brought us unprecedented legal challenges. This is remind the only thing that brings to my, my mind even uh, close to this is the period after nine eleven, uh, where with so many legal challenges for people in New York and around the country, and the lawyers rallied to the flag at that point to try and help with pro bono assistance and voluntary assistance, and here. Um, we see right now countless problems uh, taking place, whether it be uh, mortgages or uh, consumer credit issues or health issues or insurance issues dealing with the bureaucracies right now are all legal challenges that, that are faced by the average person, particularly by the most vulnerable among us and we also see that given that the courts are kind of at half mass now that there's going to be also a surge of legal problems that will uh, take place once the courts start to get back into full gear. So the purpose of this Pro Bono Network is to deal with the challenges now and the challenges that we anticipate by putting together a, a statewide uh, a network or a team of lawyers that will be able to be dispatched to areas and individuals that need, need that have needs, uh, legal needs, and cannot afford uh, legal services. So this is a um, a challenging task. We think it can be done because of the great uh, number of legal resources that we have in New York. To the, in my my view, uh, the greatest legal talent in the world. And the challenge here is to marshal those talents to serve the needs of those people who, who, you know, cannot help themselves in the legal uh, arena, uh, the underserved, the vulnerable. And uh, that's that's what uh, the chief judge and uh, uh, Judge DiFiore and Hank Greenberg, the president of the State Bar, thought was such a necessity during these perilous times. And they asked me to head up this new initiative. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's very much in the uh, wheelhouse of the kinds of things that I've uh, built my own professional career around where, to me, there's nothing more important as lawyers than ensuring that everyone gets their day in court, that everyone gets their equal justice, and that justice can't be about the amount of money in your pocket or the color of your skin. And we, as lawyers, have as a profession, have to ensure that, that everyone gets uh, the legal assistance that we need because that's what lawyers do. We, we serve others, we help others, and, and that's the nature
0: of the legal profession. When you were Chief Judge, how hard you worked on providing uh, access to justice and uh, to all New Yorkers, uh, to the to the poor and underserved, I know that was a common and consistent thread uh, throughout your years, and and you were a great advocate for providing access to justice during this uh, during this period of, of lockdown. I'm uh, I'm immersing myself in the collective writings of uh, Chief Judge Lippman. Uh, <laughs> So Thank you. There, yes, uh, it, it really the time flies by, Judge. Uh, yeah, it sure you does. A, you had a commencement address at Pace Law School in 2011 uh, that I think was is particularly appropriate to what we're talking about now, where you said access to justice is not a luxury, affordable only in good times. It cannot be allowed to fluctuate with the ups and downs of the economy. The truth is that the need for civil legal services is greatest when the economy is weakest, because it is then that the vulnerable in society struggle the most. And that's what we're seeing now, of course, Judge, and that's why uh, the pro bono network is, is so important. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, some of the struggles that you're expecting to see once you know we get through this.
1: Well, I think that, look, the economy has
0: been devastated. So many people
1: have lost their job. jobs. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And regrettably, I think we all understand that many of these businesses, particularly small businesses, may never really recover. And um, we're going to need to comfort our, our citizens whose lives have been ruptured. Uh, by this and this, the economy uh, is doing a no- nosedive. Certainly, at the very least, we are in recession uh, now, and we don't anticipate the full uh, uh, growth uh, of the economy for for many, many, many months to come. Depending on how fast we 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 solve the health problems and right. they, uh, get the virus under control, so so I think the economic impact. Is devastating, and when people are in times of as as with the quote that you uh, uh, read, David, when people are in a times of crisis, particularly uh, in difficult uh, uh, economic times, um, their lives are shattered. Whether it be their their um, uh, the need for for a job or financial resources, whether it be the disruption to their family life. There are so many, their housing accommodations, I mean, what could be more uh, important than the roof over someone's head, and yet the um, people meeting their mortgages or their rent is becoming so, so difficult right now. And again, this situation is going to evolve, and as much as uh, we're pleased that uh, the government, the legislature, uh, Governor Cuomo, Mayor de Blasio in the city, uh, upstate... Uh, uh, mayors and, uh, and cities have tried to ease the cushion, you know, to to uh, provide a cushion to those people uh, hurt. Uh, there's no, no question that lives are are not only disrupted and virtually hanging by a thread, and what I think a lot of people don't realize, David, is that almost all of these things, in one way or another, translate to legal problems and legal assistance. We saw it in after 11 We saw it after uh, Sandy here in New York. We saw it after Katrina uh, down in New Orleans. Um, that's, that's the, the long and the, and the short of it. That that so much of of, of the disruption in a human beings' life uh, uh, in human beings' lives can be uh, 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 dramatically helped. By, by lawyers and legal assistants and help with whether it be in court or with interfacing with a bureaucracy or whatever the need is. Um, just the fact that people have a place to turn is, is so important and that's why we think this network is so critical and we want to be able to, to use, again, utilize the great talents that we have here in New York in a kind of way that, that is 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 formatted so that we can identify the need and bring the resources uh, to that need.
0: Right. Now tell us, Judge, uh, what groups will you be reaching out to to uh, assist uh, in this uh, pro bono network?
1: Well, it's a good question, David. And the answer is virtually every constituency in the legal profession, everything from, uh, obviously, the bars, you know, the state right. bar is the umbrella bar association in New York, but there's so many local bars and specialty bars. The big firms, the big law firms that have such tremendous uh, resources, uh, the deans of the law schools, law school clinics, retired uh, uh, judges and lawyers, the uh, the new lawyers, uh, and, and absolutely the most important group that we have to uh, work with are the providers, you know, the legal right. service providers, that all of these um, different constituencies are there to uh, build around uh, the, the providers who are struggling right now with limited resources. And so all of this these pro bono efforts and this uh, new network will be built around them. So we will be reaching out to each of those groups that uh, lawyers of all stripes, big, small, and in between, and again the law schools uh, are the legal service entities uh, um, young lawyers old lawyers uh, the the and certainly the bars around the state and the state bar is using this opportunity that, to uh, take that vast network of bar associations uh, to to seed uh, this effort and and working closely and in conjunction with the courts and uh, uh their progress in getting back up to full speed and working with the the built-in challenges that the that the court system face we're going to be calling on the entire legal profession to uh, to come come to the front of the parade and to be again assisting the the people who do this for a living, the providers the the people who are doing God's work. And we all have to do God's work today. And, um, and that's what this is all about. The real partnerships, collaboration, coordination between every single part of the legal profession.
0: Yes, of course. And, and I know in uh, the announcement about this pro bono network, you talked about the spirit of the call issued by Governor Cuomo, who asked retired healthcare professionals to volunteer to be reserve corps in the medical profession, and uh, the hope is that this will be something of a res- Reserve Corps in providing uh, legal services to those in need. Uh, what kind of response have you been getting from the legal services uh, agencies and organizations that are that are out there in the trenches right now? We've been getting uh, uh, relief. Gratitude and a call for
1: as soon as we can get this up and running. Uh, uh, they need help, and and they're they're very uh, encouraged by the fact that the courts and the and the state bar have together uh, put together this initiative. Uh, they've been reaching out uh, to me and to uh, the bar directly, uh, and uh, they they understand that that. Uh, they are the front, the, the, uh, um, the first responders of our profession, and any and all support that they can get, uh, they, they are grateful for. And it is very much similar, uh, David, as you say, to the doctors on the front lines uh, who are seeking the support, whether it be from uh, retired uh, uh, medical uh, doctors, nurses, etc., or from other states or from other parts. Of of the state, and it's the same idea here. The the providers are the are the first responders, and it's it's up to all of us to give them the the help that they need.
0: Right, and we so we've got some you know lawyers that uh, may be listening to to this and to and want to help. Uh, what would we suggest for them? Uh, who should they call? Who should they reach out to to uh, step up to the plate and uh, be involved in providing some assistance.
1: I w- I would first of all uh, go to the state bar, and it's it's um, it's website. We're going to putting all this information up the the uh, the pro bono network. We we think we're going to have our own website shortly linked uh, to the state bars. But I think in the first instance. The state bar is sort of the um, the umbrella, who right. we we're, we're we are cataloging all the people who are volunteering, and um, uh, they 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 will that list will then be used to see this network, and so I think that's the the first place I would go, uh, and um, their local bar they can go, and those names will also be sent to us, but uh, we will have our own. Our own uh, uh, website and uh, ability to contact us directly, and that will be up soon. But in the right now, I think the state bar is the best place uh, to to volunteer your services, and uh, we will make sure you're inc- included uh, in the list. And we will be, in addition, reaching out again to all these different constituencies and doing meetings. Uh, at this point, obviously, telephonic or video meetings, but right. I meet with the different groups where we're going to find out how not only to to get the people who are proactively volunteering, but how to reach those people who want to help but, you know, aren't sure what to do and where to go and to affirmatively reach out uh, to those people and get them in the mix.
0: Right. And so for now, I mean, the New York State Bar Association's website can be found at uh, NISBA Dot org, and there'll be information about the pro bono network uh, there. And uh, soon, uh, the, the network will uh, be able to be reaching out and and connecting people with attorneys with people who are in need. You know, uh, yes, uh, you know, one area that I'm I'm I think there's probably going to be great need is you know Governor Cuomo has issued this stay uh, with respect to. Uh, removing people from uh, from from their uh, yes. apartments, or homes, because of yes. nonpayment in this difficult time. Of course, you know the rent is still due. They just can't be evicted uh, during this ninety-day period. I would expect that w- once we get through this ninety-day period or whatever amount it ends up being, if it's extended, we're going to see a substantial amount of uh, landlord-tenant issues. Uh, you know triple or quadruple what we might ordinarily see
1: oh oh absolutely and I think that's even with David I think it's fair to to say that landlords get it uh, that they understand the difficulties here uh, but uh, this is a tough time for everyone for the tenant for the landlord uh, right and we want to you know the last thing in the world anyone wants in these difficult times is that people lose their homes, whether it's an apartment or a home or whether it's an uh, eviction or a foreclosure. So we're gonna be working uh, closely with all of the parties uh, in this regard and try to uh, foster accommodation on all sides. Because again, it would be such a tragedy that building on, on um, the, the misfortune that, that people are, are prey to right now, um, uh, to lose your home is a tragedy. So we do expect a giant influx of those cases. Right now, as you say, there's kind of a hold on it, but where that goes is uncharted territories and require, again, collaboration by everyone involved in this process and legal talent to try and uh, uh, resolve some of these uh, issues uh, with the least possible suffering to human beings who who are in a uh, a state of uh, uh, trauma and crisis uh, right now and I'm afraid will be for for the foreseeable future
0: yes of course uh judge you know New York City really right now is the epicenter of this pandemic uh, uh, the economy is uh, at a virtual standstill and and so you know we're all facing unprecedented legal challenges and and as you've said many times in the past uh, it's the the poor who are uh, amongst the most vulnerable to us uh judge Littman. i want to thank you not only for being with us today on miranda warnings but for your leadership on access to justice and and your leadership in the past uh, on issues of, of great importance to the state of New York. Your professional service has been certainly uh, remarkable over your career, well, so I thank you, Judge Levin. Thank
1: you, David. It's always a delight to talk to you. So pleased to be involved in this undertaking uh, with the state bar and the courts and the, the our great profession in New York. Uh, uh, couldn't be happier about it, and um, all of us, uh, at this particular moment, have to join together uh, as as everyone has been saying in different contexts. Uh, with with unity, was so much stronger, and uh, and that's what we want to do here to to benefit to, to 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 help you know the 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 people who need it most, and that's what we're trying to do. And and equal justice is our constitutional and moral mission. And that's exactly what we're going to try and provide each and every human being who deserves uh, uh, the basics and essentials of life. So it's a pleasure to work with you and a pleasure to work on this particular uh, uh, project.
0: Well, great, Judge. Uh, if there's anyone that can, can pull uh, all these groups together for this uh, very important cause, uh, I think it's you. These are all very important and serious subjects, and, and we're so grateful for your leadership on them. I'm gonna ask you for one more thing. We have a lighthearted feature here on Miranda Warnings called Music Book or Movie, where you can share with us uh, something that is uh, inspiring to you, especially in these times where we're you know, in lockdown, maybe something that uh, uh, our listeners can take with them uh, during these uh, difficult times
1: well it's a good question Dave you know like everybody else we've been we've been in our in our spare time uh, we've been watching a lot of television you know Dave Yes. and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and listening to music and doing things that uh, hearten the soul um, so uh, you know I can recommend you know a number of things that uh, we've seen we saw a program I guess it was either uh, 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 Netflix or, or Amazon, I'm not sure which one it was, called The Late Night, uh, okay. which was about one of our late night, uh, a fictional late night uh, host and her struggle as a uh, entertainer, a woman, as, and as a comedian uh, uh, to to be relevant, to stay relevant after a career of, uh, of decades. And you know what it reminds me of that particular program and some of the other uh, uplifting things that uh, we've seen that, that in this particular program, and I recommend it, the lead character was uh, helped to, to find a way by a, a young uh, uh, a person, a uh, uh, someone who, uh, uh, you know, his family came to the country as immigrants and very much helped by this younger uh, talent, and and sort of gave her the vision to see what her life was all about, and uh, and how to continue to be relevant. So I say this to you, David, as a relatively senior lawyer, that uh, you're you're much much younger. David, uh, that that we're all looking for ways to to be relevant and continue to to uh, uh, foster the things that we believe in. And, you know, in my second life here as a lawyer at Latham, uh, you know, I've had so many new, interesting adventures, a different part of the profession. But what the profession is all about, whether you're in private practice, whether you're in the courts, whether you're big firm or little firms, uh, or a single practitioner, what this is all about, again, is helping people. That's the way we remain relevant. As as lawyers, we we help people. We pursue justice for every single person in this state, in this country. So I think the arts and music can sometimes remind us in a uh, in a really meaningful way of what life is all about and uh, and all the beauties and wonders of life. And those. Uh, 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 those things which have become uh, uh, blurred in these difficult times uh, will come again with uh, resilience, and uh, uh, we're going to have a a uh, uh, a rebound. We just have to get through these these difficult times, and uh, and to the extent, I recommend to everyone that music, or or movies, or TV, or books, whatever it is that lifts your spirit, and reminds us. Of who we are, this great country, this great state, and this great profession is a good thing.
0: Well, thank you, Judge. Late Night certainly is uh, a movie that uh, you can you can see now. Uh, it is lighthearted, starring uh, Emma Thompson uh, as the late night host and uh, Mindy Kaling. Uh, yes, formerly Mindy of, Kaling plays the character I was referring to. Yep. Yes, of The Office. Uh, so. You know, like I said, I've been reading the collective works of Chief Judge Jonathan Lippman, and (laughs) I'm wondering if they're they're, going to turn that into a movie, possibly. Maybe who would star in that? Larry Davis? Yes, either either, (laughs) either him or you. One of the (laughs) other Well, that's great. Uh, Former Chief Judge uh, Jonathan Lippman, it's it's great having you here on Miranda Warnings. Uh, Be well, stay well, and uh, thank you so much. You too, David. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Miranda Warnings. I encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe to Miranda Warnings, a NISVA podcast, available on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.